It's just a miracle. Every time you see it, you're reminded. Those of you who are online, if you want to participate with us in this child dedication ceremony, you can do it right there in the privacy of your own home, wherever you are. We'll just ask you to join in the exchange that we're about to share in together. I think what's going to work best for this ceremony here in our in-person service is for me to sit down on the front and let you be introduced to each couple. So if I could get Jonah Mark Baker to bring his parents up here, I would appreciate that very much. We found out we were having a boy. We knew we wanted to honor some great men from our lives with our firstborn son's name. And after much deliberation, we decided on Jonah Mark Baker. The name Jonah symbolizes peace and Mark means warrior. We love how all-encompassing this name is. We believe that as Christians, we are called to comfort the disturbed and to disturb the comfortable to bring peace to those who need it, and to fight relentlessly for the kingdom. This name checked all our boxes, and we couldn't be prouder of our Jonah Mark. So far, our little mister has lived up to that name with his chillness and seriousness. He is calm, curious, and contemplative as he learns about the world. His quiet demeanor has been such a perfect addition to our family and we are so thankful for the blessing he is to us every day. Everybody meet Jonah Mark Baker. All right. If I could have Eva Isabella Nutt bring her parents up here, please. Eva is very playful, bordering on mischievousness. She loves playing chase, listening to music, and dancing. We are so excited to find out what is in store for her as she continues to grow. She is truly a blessing. Everybody meet Eva Isabella Nutt. If I could get Lincoln Finn Hawkins to bring his parents up here, please. Lincoln Finn is a mama's boy, <laughs> through and through. His smile will melt you, and those reddish curls, we can't get enough. We drink up his toothy grins. He is affectionate and tender. He loves to explore, is curious and observant. When he is excited, he starts to kick those legs so fast it seems like he's going to take off. We are relishing these days with our little Lincoln Lion. Amen. Welcome, Lincoln, Lincoln Finn Hawkins, everybody. And our fourth one to be dedicated is Nathan Robert Walsh. Nate is such an easygoing and content little big man. His doting older siblings have been known to call him by his nicknames more than his actual name. Nate Bob and Nate the Great are the most frequently used, but he also goes by his big brother's personal favorite, Nateicus Bobicus. 
Needless to say, this caboose to the Walsh train brightens up every room with his presence. He loves to sing along to songs he finds especially moving, and his smile and belly laugh are so contagious and joyous. Nate has made a habit of turning into his parents' arms to face out so he can take in all the sights and sounds the world has to offer. He is studious of the happenings around him and fascinated by anything with a motor, often watching both machines and people closely with a furrowed brow as though he's trying to make sense of how it all works. He's inquisitive and observant, just as content to entertain himself quietly on the floor as he is to squeal in delight and make silly faces while playing peekaboo with an older sibling. He lives up to the name, meaning, and he lives up to this name daily and has truly been his, na his name's meaning a gift from God to his family these past eight months. We are so thankful God saw fit to bless us with Nathan Robert. Everybody welcome that family. All right, for those of you online, this now is our ceremony section of this service. You all will notice that your cues are on the monitor at the back of the room. Let's begin. If you are willing to commit your children to God and to get it, dedicate yourself to raising them in God's strength and for His honor and glory, then reply by saying, I do, to the following promises. Do you recognize your child as a gift from God and give God thanks for blessing your life with His gift? Do you then dedicate your child to the Lord who gave you your child? Do you pledge as Christian parents that you will bring up your child in a Christian home looking to God for wisdom, strength, and guidance? Do you promise to give your child every possible benefit of home, school, and church? Do you promise to pray for your child on a regular basis, realizing that it is only with God's hand upon their life that they can be truly blessed? Do you ask God's blessing upon the life of your child to guide, guard, and direct them through all their years? If your heart was in these promises, then you have dedicated yourself to raising a child that God can use mightily in His kingdom. God has entrusted you with a magnificent responsibility. We lovingly accepted this responsibility. We will help you. God has given you the gift of life. We will protect and nurture this gift. We will help you. God expects you to teach a child through the example of a godly life. We will provide godly examples before the child as well. A child is like a clean slate. It needs to be taught the ways of God. We dedicate ourselves to the teaching of the ways of Christ through our child. We will assist you. And now, Mark, if I can just ask you to join me up at the front. And I want to give each one of you your certificate of dedication. And Mark, would you cover them up with a word of prayer? 
I could, I'm just going to ask everybody in here, and if you're at home on TV, will you just extend an arm towards these couples? Father, we, uh, we lift up each, each family that's represented here today, and the things that they just repeated and we said out loud with them, we are in agreement that we dedicate these babies to you. Jonah Mark Baker, Eva Isabella Nutt, Lincoln Finn Hawkins, and Nathan Robert Walsh, we place in your hands. Will you take their lives and protect them? Will you guide them, guard them, and direct them? Will you give Isaac and Sierra, Michael and Kelsey, Stuart and Lori, Nathan and Molly, wisdom and discernment as they teach these children about Jesus. And for as long as they all live, may they love each other dearly. And may they bring you glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. And these couples, you may be seated. We have one more absolutely thrilling surprise to give you right now. As two of our own, Nathan and Molly, are going to share something with you. Nathan, Molly. So, um, where to begin? Fr from a very early age, I really felt uh, the call of of God on my life. I remember, I guess my first memory of that was joining our youth group. The young adult leaders left the week that I joined, and, um, and they led worship and, and helped organize everything. And I was very, very young, but God just put it on my heart to learn how to play the guitar and start leading worship. And uh, it was very formative in my life. The leader encouraged the youth to speak, and, um, and I could just feel God kind of pouring into me through that time. So at the end of high school and the beginning of college, uh, I and Molly, we both looked for opportunities to get involved in full-time ministry. And uh, kind of disappointing to me, it just seemed like door after door after door was being closed and kind of had, had a Jonah moment where I was like, God, what are, you, what are you doing? And so I decided to pursue uh, a physics degree and and then a master's degree in physics and that's what brought us up here to northwest arkansas and um really enjoyed it um and i feel god blessed me through it but especially in grad school just got more and more burdened like god i want to serve you full time and uh, molly and i prayed about it for a little while and we decided to just put my resume out there finish up grad school and then put my resume out to work full-time at a church and around that time we were talking to our parents mentioned it to Jim Bob and Matilda and Jim Bob said well uh, surprisingly enough I've been approached by a church planning organization to to plan a church and would love for you to be involved in that and so um, we had a lot of different options on where to go and and God led Jim Bob and Matilda to Northwest Arkansas it's so, so exciting. And I saw God moving in that direction. At that very same time in grad school, I had a professor approach me and say, Nathan, I think you would do great teaching high school. And if you teach high school in Northwest Arkansas, you can get the majority of your loans forgiven. And so 
Uh, I've been teaching at Springdale, and um, the number of years that I needed to complete in order to pay off my student loans uh, ended the year that COVID began. And so just, I said, God, you know, what do you have planned? Um, I was able to kind of change, put on a different hat and pour myself into um, our online services and our online campus at the time. Everybody was attending online. We didn't have any in-person services and it was a brand new experience for me and I could just see God moving. The, my responsibilities at school were being reduced and it, I had no explanations for that. Doors were being closed and uh, they were being opened to, to spend more time serving at City Point. And so this year, um, during the summer, Molly and I kind of thought, well, what if we saw, you know, what does it look like for me to switch from teaching, which consumes most of my time whenever the school year is going, into something that would be a little bit more flexible? And so we decided that in June um, we would see what that looks like. And I uh, didn't realize that for us, June is full-time work at City Point. Um, we take the kids to Spark. And then we take the next group of kids to Uplift, and then we jump back down to the youngest group and do VBS, and then June was done. And so we said, well, maybe something will happen in July. And uh, around that time, you know, normally I come back from Uplift and I have, you know, five to ten minute recap thought on Uplift. And I just felt like God was giving me a little bit more to say at that time. And so... Um so glad Danielle said tears are an act of worship. <laughs> this has been a morning. <laughs> but Nathan came to me and said, Molly, I think God's giving me more than just a recap sermon. I think, I think it might be a whole sermon or maybe even like three sermons. <laughs> and I said, okay. So we kind of worked out the logistics of that because we tag team during service a lot. And I said, let's do it. And the Illuminate series just happened this past month, and it did some powerful things in my walk with God. I hope it did it for you, but too. But he um, concluded that time, and that was almost all of July. <laughs> and we were trying to see what other on you know job opportunities would look like. And at the end of his sermon series, a schedule that was made months ago. Isn't that how God works? Way back before the foundations of the earth. Um, put him at a training for a whole week, an AP training that he gets different tools and strategies to go back into the classroom. Normally that week is very invigorating for him. He concludes it and is on fire and excited about the school year. And he's a very gifted teacher. And he came to me at the end of that week and I said... I think, I believe it was just the Lord prompting me. I said, babe, if you financially could provide for our family in a way that honors God and no one would be put out, church wouldn't be put out, teaching wouldn't be put out, all the roles would be filled. Would he, would you pick full-time something with ministry on the side, full-time teaching, full-time with ministry on the side as you've been doing? Or would you pick full-time ministry with something else on the side to supplement income? And this is the man who always considers and hesitates. <laughs> he always calls out the, the little holes in my arguments <laughs> and says, we need to pray about it. We need to think about it. He has taught me so much about patience, even to the point that sometimes it annoys me. But in this instance, 
without hesitation, my man said, full-time ministry. And I said, well, then we got to (laughs) go. We got to follow God, whatever that looks like. And I don't know how that's going to play out, but this is an exciting time at City Point. And so I said, and besides, the dad who raised me followed God. (laughs) And at one point, we lived in a fifth wheel behind the church building between houses. Do you know how much equity is in our house right now? Like we could sell the house and have like two years of salary and just get a fifth wheel behind the church and pour into the ministry. And he was like, okay, hold up. You know, that's again, that's our balance. And so here we are before you, I think. So starting the summer thinking about what does it look like full-time something else and part-time City Point, we've decided it, it needs to be full-time City Point. So it's so interesting. We've just finished the book of Esther in our church-wide Bible reading. And it, it just the whole time I was reading it, I was thinking for, for such a time as this, and so we are, we're taking a step of faith, and we would love for you guys to take that step of faith with us and to pray for God's leading and to show us uh, what it looks like. We're, we're excited for what God's doing at City Point. We've, he, we're growing in spite of this auditorium and how awful it looks. Uh, we've had uh, growth during the summer, which hasn't happened in the history of City Point. We, we're having our highest attendance um, during the summer. It's, it's just never happened. So we, we feel God leading and moving, and we want to we want to move with Him. We want to join with Him. So we should invite you guys to pray with us and take that step of faith with us. I'm sorry. When they shared with us a couple of weeks ago, we were really excited. And it, it, is, a, it is apparent that Nathan is a man of faith, mighty in spirit, and he's been serving the Lord all of his life. And we at City Point have greatly benefited from his teaching and his service since the very first gathering 10 years ago. So my first thought was when they shared this with me was, oh, well, we're going to hire you. And then a moment of wondering, okay, what's God doing? God has led us to this facility, and it obviously needs serious renovations. In fact, you're not going to see any of what you look at right here except for that brick wall, and hopefully soon. But now we have this young man with a call on his life to full-time ministry. And I remember asking God, well, are we supposed to invest more in the direction of adding staff and put the building project on hold? Or are we supposed to continue just with the building project? And God brought to my mind a story that was shared with me by one of my heroes, Andy Stanley, who's the pastor of the North Point Church in Atlanta. They were looking to add campuses to their outreach to the north of where they were and to the south. And Andy kept going back and forth on which one they should start and finish first. Should we go to the north and start and finish that and then go to the south or go to the south before we go back up to the north? And finally, at a leadership meeting, it became clear. This is God we're talking about. This is God. And when he moves, he's never limited 
to here or there. He's limitless. And they soon began to build both campuses simultaneously, which grew even more, and everything that they have done following the Lord is successful today. Our prayers are never to be limited to the vision of man. Do we finish the building or hire Nathan? This is our God we're talking about. Our prayer and vision is to follow the Lord. I believe God is calling us to do both. I really think that's what he's doing. So some of you who are reluctant with your applause are asking the same question I'm asking. So how exactly is that going to happen? Well, I have an answer for you. I don't know. But I know the one who does know. I had our financial people look over the books and without taking away from our commitment to the building remodel or changing our current commitments to inreach and outreach and church planting, we are shy $14,000 of what is needed between now and the end of the year to have what we need to hire Nathan full-time. Only fourteen dollars If God lays it on your heart to give above and beyond what you are already doing in support of the work here, be it five more bucks a month, 25 more, 500 more, whatever, then there will be a fund set up online to give toward Nathan as a full-time hire. However, if this is not something that you feel prompted by God to do, that's okay. Don't... Don't ever do something that you're not prompted by him to do. That's all right. I think it simply means that God has something else in mind on another avenue of raising these funds. But you know what we're doing? We are not going to walk by sight. We're going to walk by faith. If I do anything for you, it's to teach you to pray and teach you to walk by faith. And what kind of a leader would you be if I didn't make any kind of move until I could only see how it all was going to happen? No, we take this step together. We take this step of faith together. This is God's work. This is his call. And isn't it awesome to see God at work? So I'd like to do this. I'd like to get Nathan and Molly to come up. Yeah, bring little Richards too. Or is that who, who has him? Oh, yeah, you can keep holding him. Let's just have Nathan and Molly get right here. And George and Cindy, I want you to come up too. This is Nathan's parents. So thrilled that they are here today. I want them to come up here because they dedicated Nathan to the Lord. You guys, they dedicated Nathan to the Lord before he was born. Cindy told her husband, George, I'm to marry you because the Lord has already told me he's going to give me four sons. This was before they married. And guess how many boys they have? And guess who's the oldest? So I want um, Nathan and Molly move up a little bit and let your parents stand right behind you. And Jordan, Cindy, I want you to lay hands on them. And let's do just what Mark said again. Y'all extend a hand of support and love toward them. And let's dedicate this moment. Father, only you are writing the script. Only you have laid down before the foundations of the world what it is you want to happen. And Father, we admit that we're a bit behind the eight ball on this because you're invisible and we don't know what lies around the corner. But we trust you. And when you start making it abundantly clear 
like you have in Nathan's heart, that this is the time to step out, not knowing where the ground's going to be when he puts his foot down, but knowing he's following you. This is the moment, Father, that we all join with them and we say, okay, we believe somehow, some way. Father, your track record is perfect. You have never entered a battle and lost. This is your work. These are your kids. This is your ministry. And we're doing our best to keep our eyes on you. So we dedicate this moment and we ask in the name of Jesus that this would be according to your will. Direct our steps and cover Nathan and Molly. Continue to cover Nathan and Molly with your favor. Thank you that right now they're receiving this moment of endorsement and love and support from George and Cindy. We belong to you, Father. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you can return. And, co- and you guys, we need to stand up. We need to stand up, and we need to sing what we believe. We need to sing the blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his face on you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.